0: Hi, I'm Dan, and along with my brother and business partner, Lloyd, I'm the co-host of the Business Anchors podcast. Today, we're breaking down how you can generate significant revenue from a relatively small, engaged audience, exactly like we do with this podcast. Take it away, Past Dan. This podcast is strategically designed to, one, be interesting to listen to. Hmm. So it's us, you know, having these types of conversations, things about what's happened behind the scenes, telling funny stories. But two, providing value and talking about the work we do. Hmm. But, but not just saying, we did this good thing, actually sharing lessons we've learned, and it's very strategically focused to appeal to marketers and business owners yeah. who are the types of people we want to work hmm. with. Who knew that there was so much strategy behind this podcast? You know what? I'm so proud of how we maintain such a professional standard here.
1: Uh, I can't even remember what I was saying then. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> My mind just completely switched up. <laughs> what was it? I can't even remember <laughs> how I started that sentence.
0: <laughs> oh, this is this is probably why we're not in I the just, top 10 podcast. Just... And you don't need to, Dan. This is the point. With a strategic focus to your marketing, you can generate significant revenue from a relatively small audience. Give me some practical advice past Dan. Come on. The second key part is... You know, if you're trying to sell your product, your service, whatever you produce, you need to be thinking of the decision making process of your customers and what they need to know to, to understand that your product or service is the best solution to their problem. If you're a regular business anchor, you'll know that after sharing something valuable, Lloyd always likes to lower the tone. In this episode, he decided to make some homemade emotional background music as I told a heartfelt story. Take it away, Lloyd. So he was saying that he had to... (laughs) shut up. (laughs) He had... Lloyd, let me finish. (laughs) I knew I could rely on you. Thanks, Lloyd. If you're ready to learn how you can follow in our footsteps and generate significant revenue from a relatively small, engaged audience, prepare your ears to listen to episode 40 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple
1: of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is
0: slightly too long. Does size matter when it comes to a brand's audience size? Oh,
1: oh Daniel, I thought you were being cheeky then. <laughs> um, oh, I haven't called you Daniel since I was oh, about God. four. <laughs> um, does size matter when it comes to a brand's audience size? Uh, Well, I think it does, but... Regarding what we're going to be discussing, Dan, I think um, I think thinking that size matters, <laughs> oh, <it> is, whatever, is <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, is stopping a lot of people from doing things because they think they they think to achieve anything you have to be like the one of the top YouTubers in the world. Yeah, they think you've got a, oh I have a top ten podcast. Mm. Oh, I've got to have fifty thousand Instagram mm. followers and i think that stops people trying yeah and i'm here to spread the word or we're here as the business yeah. anchors to say you can have an audience of 10 people and smash it mm. and do really well i think audience size matters but not as much as
0: people think like yeah. you say i think um and we we've proven that as well with our podcast i think mm. you know we're not one of the top po- marketing podcasts in the world but our we've tracked significant revenue and multiple Mm. projects directly from this podcast.
1: Yeah, I think people would be surprised by that. Like we're, this podcast is really successful to us and we're really happy with it. But when I started, I thought that, you know, we would have to be in the top 10, top 20 business podcasts in the world Mm. consistently to gain significant business from it. Yeah. If I'm honest, that's what I thought. And I've been really surprised that yeah. with it not being up up there mm. like that, um, it's generated so much income. And I think it's the same for, mm. it's not just podcasts. Yeah, YouTube channel, you know, people think, oh, I'm not going to start a YouTube channel because mm. there's no way I'm going to be out there. They've got millions mm. of subscribers. It's, it's like you could have 10,000 subscribers. 1,000. 1,000. And 15 of them are the right people in mm. your niche and that means you can gain a really good income because I, I also reckon there's say in the podcast charts I
0: also reckon there's people that are constantly in the podcast charts but don't generate a huge amount of business from that I think if you think about us like this podcast is strategically designed to one be interesting to listen to mm. so it's us you know having these types of conversations things about what's happened behind the scenes telling funny stories yeah. but two providing value and talking about the work we do. Mm. But but not just saying, we did this good thing, actually sharing lessons we've learned. And it's very strategically focused to appeal to marketers and business owners yeah. who are the types of people we want to work with. Mm. Whereas, you know, we could do a very generalized, you know, uh, you know, entertainment podcast just talking about films and random shit. But is that going to generate revenue for us?
1: I don't know. Like Yeah, I suppose you're right. It's, it's being strategic as well. Because I was just thinking... It's crazy people now now knowing, building an audience online um, and building an audience for this podcast and it being, you know, it's all relative. We're not, we haven't got the biggest, we're not an influencer with like millions of Mm. views on stuff and things like that. I think, uh, I can't even remember what I was saying then. Weird, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) My mind just completely switched (laughs) up. What was it? I can't even remember how I started that sentence. <laughs> oh, this is this is probably why we're not in I the just, top ten podcast. I'm, I'm just well, is this is proving you do not need a, a world-beating podcast to. Um, yeah, I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> we were
0: talking about not needing a massive audience, um, and and like for, with our podcast, it's more niche and mm. it's strategically targeted towards.
1: Oh, the being strategic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what you were saying? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Can We listeners? definitely keep that in Yeah, us? yeah, keep that in, Josh. I know you'd think we'd want you to cut that out, but... Uh, <laughs> no. Don't yeah, forget again. I guess Come you're on. right. It's about being strategic because I'm just thinking, yeah, we're not one of the biggest podcasts ever, but we're getting really good income and business leads through this podcast. Mm. But actually, it's because of the sort of things we're doing. Yeah. And we could be... Most businesses would be creating videos or Google ads or things saying... We can do video marketing for you. Click this link and we'll get do good it. Video marketing. <laughs> Whereas we just talk about the stuff we do and show that we can provide value yeah. within these discussions. I think that comes across
0: just trying to analyse this. I think that comes across in a less in your face salesy way. Mm. And it, it breaks the barrier that people have of you're trying to sell to me. Don't don't try I don't want to become mm. a customer to you know, we're not trying to sell to you. We're talking about what we're doing. If you're interested, then rather than being yeah.
1: direct and disruptive. and So how do you think, would you give any advice? So say someone now is a business owner um, and they've been wanting to start a podcast, but kind of thinking like, oh, I don't know if it would be good for business really. I don't know if it's worth the effort. What advice would you give for them to get value out of it? Even, you know, like we're saying, mm. even if they have a couple of hundred listeners, uh a week or a month or 500 a month or you know or 50
0: I think it need you need to think strategically like we have and you need to hit a number of key points so firstly I think probably the most important point I'd say I don't know what you think is that it needs to be interesting to listen to because if you don't hit that point then no matter what you say strategically is no one's going to be listening. So. Okay, right. We need to try and
1: do that. Next yeah, we need time to try and, and do that. Okay,
0: all right. I mean, no, in terms of it being interesting to listen to, there's a number of elements that could include. So it could be value adding. That's interesting to listen to. You know, what can you teach someone? There's a lot. Most of the top marketing podcasts go down that route. Hmm. Here's how you generate a thousand YouTube subscribers. Hmm. Here's how you do this, how you do that. And it's very practical step by step. We don't really go for that option. Um... Uh, so so there's other things you can hit well uh, saying that you are you are giving the steps that it would currently (laughs) no no i'm very much comparing (laughs) podcasts step-by-step podcasts like this is just a very small part of this we chat shit most of the time yeah this is a very small practical part Mm. other podcasts are like the 10 steps to yeah growing a podcast so there's value adding stuff there's it being entertaining Mm -hmm. and uh, and i like to think that ours maybe ticks that because yeah. we're brothers and we take the piss At out of each other. At and...
1: least 50% of it like, yeah. met, you know, on this side, yeah, of, the this side of the table. Yeah, this side of the table.
0: So it can be value adding, it um, entertaining. So that, that's one part it needs to be interesting to listen to. The second key part is you know if you're trying to sell your product your service whatever you produce you need to be thinking of the decision making process of your customers and what they need to know to to understand that your product or service is the best solution to their problem so for example if you're an accountant and um i'm you know say your customers are looking for accountants what do they need to hear to know you're good mm. things like Um, evidence that you've been a good accountant for other people. What stories do you have where you can share examples of, oh, this business came to us with this problem in accountancy and we helped them, you know, and here's Mm. how. Um, You know, they'd want to know what other customers you've worked with. They'd want to know what the process is of working with you.
1: There's all Mm. of these kind of questions they have that you need to be answering. I suppose the skill is in your first point of making it entertaining and interesting to, or not necessarily entertaining but interesting to listen to. And then the second point you're saying, you need to communicate these things that yeah. convince someone you're a good accountant. It's putting those together of how can I talk about my previous experience where I've been a good accountant in an interesting way. The easiest way, mm. and I'll tell you the easiest way. Please do. Is to talk about um,
0: lessons you've learned through the situation. Mm. Everyone wants to learn stuff. Mm. Everyone is constantly making mistakes and they want to make less mistakes or, you know to fast track their growth that is a
1: good lesson you've learned from producing this podcast
0: don't? exactly yeah so if you're if you want to inception ba- <laughs> if you want to communicate um you know how you're an accountant and you help your customers and the process you go through with them that's really good talk about an example of a customer who you who you've helped and what happened in that situation mm. try and share some interesting emotive things when it was really exciting or sad or the client was upset you know and try and talk through to
1: make it mm. interesting but share the lessons you've learned think, whilst... yeah story, it's, it's about storytelling. storytelling isn't it it's like i want to say tell this story about me being a good accountant but if i just say this person <laughs> a problem and then i solved it and i'm a good accountant that's boring yeah But if you can tell that story in a way that's interesting to your listeners. And also, I
0: think there's an element and this kind of merges in with public speaking is showing vulnerability Mm -hmm. and showing, like for example, we constantly talk about the mistakes we've made along the way. You know, going to a pitch, not realizing it's a pitch, Mm -hmm. um, driving three hours to to a customer when they've got a 50 pound budget. Like all Mm -hmm. these stories we tell is all us being shit and all us making mistakes. And that makes us more human and more relatable yeah. to people because we literally are just two brothers I, that I are have... nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit boring. <laughs> yeah. um, I have to say, I do think that is really important because I think a lot of people think showing that you've made mistakes in the past along your journey think, well, people then won't trust me because they'll think I'm rubbish. The opposite. But I think it's the opposite. We, we honestly speak about our journey in the past and how we've learned things and i think that listeners you can tell me if i'm wrong Mm. i think that then communicates that we are honest Mm. and trustworthy and we're not hiding anything what you see is completely what you're getting um and that goes a long way i think when i'm certainly making business decisions decisions um, (laughs) you know when i've been looking for an accountant in the past or when i'm hiring people for new roles like we spoke about Mm. last week a massive part of it is just can i trust these people like is there a reason for me to think i can trust what these people are saying And i think if there's any way you can do that in your online content so a podcast videos to get blogs whatever Mm. um i think that really goes a long way i
0: also think in terms of the numbers thing of like do you need a big audience even if you've got 10 listeners to your podcast i think people forget that 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 figure figurative number of 10 there's actual human beings behind that listening Mm. to you i remember seeing this video on tiktok which was really interesting of this um this this gamer who had uh 10 i think it's about 10 people watching his live stream and someone came on and basically trolled him and was like oh look you look at you sitting there with 10 people watching you no one wants to and he said in the tiktok they had like emotional music behind it Mm. It was one of them and he was (laughs) Uh... (laughs) that's not emotional music Go on, try again. So he was saying that he had... T- <laughs> right, shut up. <laughs> he had... Lloyd, oh, let me finish. <laughs> <minute. laughs> in a minute, i just to you <laughs> Yeah, please do. So he had 10 streams on and he said, you know what, I don't care about the numbers because he thinks of those 10 people watching his stream as 10 people sitting in his front room on chairs... Do, do,
1: do, do. <laughs> music. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, so if you think about that, ten podcasts. This is imagine ten people sitting as an audience
1: in here listening I, to us. That's quite powerful, isn't it? I think that is the key lesson from this whole podcast, and the thing I really want us to get across. <laughs> 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 um, so people come back from a networking meeting and go, mm. brilliant. Yeah, there's 22 people, met some really great people. But people start a podcast to put a video out and go only got 20 views yes like it's like hang on it's it's the same it's like the same thing there are 20 real people Mm. that have in front of you so i think you need to judge it in the same way people judge themselves against other people's numbers so their favorite podcast Mm. they listen to has millions of listeners yeah Yeah, because it's your favorite podcast it is but also there are loads of people listening to the the more niche podcasts that aren't top in the world but this is what i was going to say
0: this is what i was just thinking in terms of a really good tip Mm. make your podcast really strategically focused around the decision maker you want to Mm. become a customer for example us we want to um, attract marketers from brands Mm. so everything we talk about is examples of how we've helped other marketers from brands Mm. campaigns we've run things we've learned from running an agency working with these people Mm. so you know think of who those people are those decision Mm. makers are And even do research to figure out what do they care about? What will they find interesting? And the way Mm. you shape what you talk about is speak about them. Mm. You know, speak about marketing
1: directors if you're targeting them or CEOs or, you know. And I do think a really interesting thing is that, well, to me, you (laughs) might not find it interesting, listeners, that we have made hundreds of thousands of pounds of income from this podcast from... Less than ten listeners over this past year. Mm, we that's o- true. we only needed between five and ten listeners to make to to get generate that income from this podcast. Yeah. So in theory, if we were perfect, which is impossible, <laughs> we could have had eight listeners yeah. and done that. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's not achievable. But I think. If you're absolutely amazing, you could do it with 100 listeners. You could do it with 500, you know, and if I you've also, got 2,000, mm, it's even more likely that you can I also that. think
0: the, non, the non-decision the non makers who will never become your clients, you know, most people listening to this podcast will never become our clients, yeah. they're also hugely valuable to us mm. as
1: advocates. You are listeners, Kate. No, you they are. are. Like, this is
0: me speaking honestly. Mm. The people who, some of the people who shout about this podcast the most and, and, and share it with a link to it and say, I listened mm. to this podcast, it was great, are the people who will never be our customers. Mm. But someone who they know and they're connected mm. with could be the, a decision maker yeah. who sees their post mm. and then that draws them so in. So we
1: we provide them value and hopefully they enjoy this podcast and then they're talking yeah. about it, sharing it, and that's really mm. valuable to us. And them just listening helps in the algorithm yeah. to spread the word more. So yeah, so God, we've got a great relationship. You business, business anchors who talk about this podcast, you know,
0: post about it on LinkedIn, message people on your email list. You, we value
1: you. We really, really do. Uh-huh. So I think that was that was genuine, there. That it? was I because it's helped us so oh, much. Should have, I should. Sorry, I should. I didn't realise you don't. I should have done the emotional music. Oh, okay, go again? on then. Try again. I value
0: you. We value
1: you so much.
0: <laughs> I don't know why you've been listening to emotional music.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Barney's almost in tears uh, behind the cameras. <laughs> the emotional music yeah. is really working because. I don't know what that is, but I'm glad that's you know Barney's getting that from this podcast, and my, so you know that's good. Um,
0: but yeah, ultimately, to summarise, we all start somewhere, and mm. don't get disheartened that you've mm. got one view on your video, or I think there's so one many like people or...
1: ready to start things, and they're like, oh, I'll only get 50 viewers. Like mm. yes, and that can be really significant for your business. Mm. So you don't need a million subscribers on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Stop holding yourself back. Stop worrying about the numbers and get out there. This is for the national oh. music. And get out there and do it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been one of those weird episodes again. <laughs>
1: and then I opened my eyes and grew my business tenfold. Oh no, that sounds like a terrible ad <laughs> Yeah, That's not what we want to do. Yeah. I think we should wrap it up there. Yeah, I've really, really enjoyed this chat. We've we've got it out to the world that you don't need to be a world leader to grow a business and do stuff with online content. Mm-hmm. Do stuff. That's a technical. <laughs> oh my god! End it there. Thanks for listening, guys. We, we love you, business you. anchors or business
0: what anchors,
1: if you know. Even if there's only eight of you, we love you. <laughs> that sounded creepy. <laughs>